and that means I'm joined by RNZ Business Editor Giles Bickford. Kia ora Giles and Fisher and Paykel Healthcare's pandemic gains are fading. Kia ora to you Marnie. Yes, uh, last year or so it's had a real tailwind, a real boost from COVID. Big demand for its breathing equipment. But its first half profit that it's announced this morning has more than halved as those gains have faded. As opposed to the net profit of nearly $96 million, that's 57% down on the year before, although the result is better than expected. Revenue dropped uh, nearly a quarter as sales of its breathing apparatus to hospitals and domestic users were lower, while its margins shrank and its costs rose. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare Chief Executive Lewis Graydon says the second half is expected to improve, but there are a number of uncertainties. Of course, the complexity is, is we've got the COVID impact um, playing through all of our um, hospital sales. If you're thinking longer term, I mean, the, the outlook is that we've got um, a very large installed base of hospital hardware that we've sold during COVID, and um, over time, we'll be working on converting that to general use for the not-COVID patients. Lewis Graydon says Fisher and Paykel Healthcare has moved its manufacturing to a distributed model to get closer to markets and to reduce its carbon footprint as well as shipping costs. Another one to report this morning, aged care and retirement village operator Arvida has posted an increased interim profit on the back of higher sales and margins. Profit increased 18% to $89.2 million, leaving aside one-off changes in property and other values, the underlying profit was up 46% to $38.9 million. That reflects in part its acquisition last year of six villages from Arena Living, which boosted sales and led to higher margins. Its chief executive, Jeremy Nickel, says the company's making the most of the current environment as the outlook is likely to be more challenging. With the sort of economic outlook for the next year set to weaken, uh, we have retained our build rate target for FY24 at 250-plus units. Um, And our development mix does allow us to flex on villa builds if demand slows. But at this stage, uh, we are seeing record levels of demand. That's Jeremy Nicholl, the chief executive of Arvida. Another of the profit reporters this morning, Auckland-based glass manufacturer Metro Performance Glass has posted a slim interim profit as revenue grew on the back of price rises and interrupted trading. Net profit for the six months ended September $600,000. That compares with $400,000 a year ago. Its underlying profit rose 78% on growth in Australia and the lack of COVID lockdowns. However, locally, it's finding it tougher and plans to shut its Bay of Plenty plant by the end of the year, resulting in job losses. Its chief executive, Simon Manders, says the New Zealand business is under pressure from supply disruptions, but says the company can weather the tough period. We expect that economic headwinds are likely to reduce the number of dwellings actually constructed later in calendar year 2023. Updates to the H1 building code, applicable to consents from November 22, will support an increased demand for higher-performing low-E glass, and this will have positive impacts on gross profit performance. The overall cost-out program, including the Bay of Plenty site rationalisation, is expected to achieve annualised savings in the New Zealand business in the range of $8 to $9 million. Simon Manda says the savings will be achieved in the second half of the year. 
As I said, there was a real flurry of earnings announcements this morning. Here's a flavour of some of the others. Property investment and management firm Asset Plus uh, reported a steep drop in its first half profit, $294,000. That compares with $2.5 million the year before. The value of its property portfolio dropping 42%. Utilities and airport software firm Gentrac, a full-year loss of $3.3 million. That's despite a 20% million, a 20% gain in revenue to more than $126 million. It's been hit by a number of insolvencies in its key British market, but it's expecting an underlying profit to improve in the year beginning 2020, uh, ending 2025. And the instrument maker Ike GPS has reported a first-half profit of $4 million. That's on the back of strong revenue growth. Company's profit compares with a loss a year before of more than six million. And finally, used car retailer Automotive Investments, which had been in the headlines earlier in the year for some boardroom ructions, has seen a 57% drop in first half net profit to just under $600,000, although revenue was up by nearly a third. It says the result reflects tightening economic environment, inflation pressures, rising interest rates, with the overall New Zealand used car market down about 7.5%. Well, let's see how all this is playing out on the markets. Unfortunately, our normal brokers, or one of them uh, who was due to report today, gone down with a bit of illness. So, doing his best impersonation of a share broker and an unlicensed investment advisor, Anan Zaki joins me from Christchurch. Kia to you, Anan. Kia ora to you, Giles. How's it looking on the local share market to start with? Well, the top 50 index is up about 0.9%, or 106 points to 11,414. Among the bigger moves, Arvida up 7 cents, or 5.8%, to $1.27. Contact Energy down 7 cents to $7.29. Fisher & Paykel Healthcare up $1.39, 6.7% to $22.10. Genesis up $0.04 cents to $2.62. Gentrac up $0.21 cents to $1.90. Meridian down $0.85 cents to $4.68. Oceania Healthcare down $0.03 cents to $0.80. Cents. Ryman Healthcare up $0.14 cents to $7.04. Somerset up eight cents to nine dollars thirty-eight, and restaurant brands up six cents to seven dollars twelve. Let's have a quick squiz across the Tasman. What's it like in Australia? Australia opened down twenty-eight points, or about zero point four percent. Which leaves us with the uh, currency. New Zealand dollar is at sixty-one sixty-one point six US, 92.6 Australian. 51.5 British pence, 0.596 euro, 85.6 Japanese yen, 4.44 Chinese yuan. 90-day bank bills, uh, 4.42%. 10-year bonds at 4.1%. Which, as you would put it, leaves us with, uh, well, you've used one of the holy trinity, that leaves us with <laughs> Brent crude oil and gold. Brent crude oil is down a dollar five cents at eighty-two US dollars sixty a barrel. Gold is flat at one thousand seven hundred and forty-one US dollars an ounce. And for a bit of fun, how about this crypto world? Bitcoin down one point eight percent to sixteen thousand two hundred and fifteen US dollars uh, per coin. 
Thank you very much. I'm not sure that there's too much fun in the crypto world at the moment. And we've had a suggestion from one listener suggest we should actually drop doing gold prices because it's no use to anybody. Uh, frankly, we should be doing electricity wholesale prices. We'll investigate that. You've got any other suggestions for financial uh, prices or indicators? Just drop us a line, uh, business at rnz.co.nz. Tell you very quickly that Meridian Energy has chosen Woodside Energy from Australia as its preferred partner for the development of green hydrogen and ammonia in Southland. Contact has dropped out of the deal, but Japan's Mitsui is joining them as a potential buyer and marketer of ammonia. That's business for now.